1: everybody, welcome to episode 326 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Steve. Steve, how are you doing my man? It is two weeks exactly, two weeks after the last time two we... Weeks. Two weeks. Uh, you know what's funny is uh, that the, the, we open our eyes to the Japanese experience. Yes. Uh, the uh-huh. uh, the is it- penis monsters and the wispy and wonderful um, basically uh, uh, gra- tall grass. But now we're here and we're not talking about it anymore. No, we're not. We are actually, you know, what's funny is so we Fright Night 1985, classic 80s horror movie. Everybody knows, everybody loves it. Um, but I realized that we'd never done it on the Corpse cast. Number one, number two, I realized that I'd never even seen Fright Night part two. So we decided, you know, what we're going to do, we are going to do both of those Fright Night part one, Fright Night part two from 1985, 1988, respectively. But before we get into that, Steve, how was your week? Shitty. Oh. Yeah. I always forget that you're that you have shitty weeks. Yeah. So it's yeah. like
2: <laughs> it was a week of shit. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Well that blows. It was it. a shit on top of a shit.
1: That's a lot of shit.
2: Yeah. With another shit. So oh yeah.
1: I'm not I'm sure that might be four
2: D shit by this point. Yeah. It's, it, a, it, it's a little bit it, wild. It, it's a it's a it's a triple bogey.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah. that yeah, that's bad news <laughs> Yeah. Well, okay. How was your, how was your week? No, right? my week was fine. I mean, I have nothing really to talk about as far as like uh, um, scary stuff or things that would be appropriate to speak about as the podcast goes. Right, but, sure. You know, life is chugging along, everything's going great. We did get a call from just Julia. What? That maybe we should go on to talk to right now since I'm scared that we're going to keep talking about shit if we don't. So, so she called in and I to give us some feedback or to to say hi or whatever, just like everybody should be doing. Have
2: you, have you listened to it already?
1: No, I have not. No,
2: okay, okay. So
1: it's three eight five three five one nine two seven three. The bone phone. Call us in. Give us a message. Say hi. Tell us we suck the big balls. Just throw, like I'm sure that Julia's is about to right throw here. Throw us a bone. Yeah, here we go.
3: Hi, it's just Julia. Yay! Hi,
1: Steve. She likes you too. So oh. glad you
3: guys are back. The times I call and I keep saying that I'm just so glad you're back. <laughs>
1: Thanks. be uh, sweet.
3: I miss hearing other voices on the show, though. I miss other folks calling in. You are our clubhouse. You are the place we all come to sort of sit around and listen to each other, and and I miss that. So I,
1: I do have a bone to pick about that, though. What? Because because I-, uh, I remember. I mean, before we before uh, Shane had to take his hiatus, and I talked to Shane actually this week. He's uh, still kind of going through it. His oh, his company man. got purchased and. Uh, A lot of people quit, so he's got to take the crappy jobs, and he's been he's given that corporate carrot. Hey, if you stick around for six more months, we're gonna treat you well. Well, I mean, what do you think they're gonna do, Shane? Well, I don't know, but they're gonna treat me well. You know, I mean, I know he's been working there for twenty five years, so I mean, I don't, I wouldn't want to leave either. You know, right, right. Prospectively,
2: yeah. But the
1: but the thing is, is man, it's just such a tough situation, and he's like, well, I've got to get up Saturday mornings at you know five a.m. I got to you know blah blah blah. So it's like, but he's doing well. He's still living and whatever. Now I can't remember. Oh yeah, but before, but but before that all started, we were having a hard time coming up with new questions. The episode that I felt like were, were like interesting and and like that we hadn't asked before or we haven't asked a like a version of before. Meaning it's like, what's your favorite horror uh, movie remake or something? You know, right? So it's like I felt so. So I was getting discouraged, and then our calls weren't coming in as well because I feel like. And we'd get I get a lot of shit online, bro. You asked this in episode forty two. It's like, shit, bro. That was in twenty fourteen, right? You know, it's like my bad. Okay, so yeah, I got a little discouraged. So we're just like, you know, what we're gonna do. We're just gonna leave that. We're gonna leave that alone for a while. We're just gonna gonna do this. But uh, so now, yeah, just call in and say hi. Give us questions in the episode stuff like that. We'll do. Whatever you guys want us to do, well, as well, far as it comes, uh, when it comes to questions, within or reason. stuff like that. I within mean, I, reason. I'm not touching anybody's pee-pee besides Steven. Again. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So Steven's a little more open to it than potentially I am, but I guess we'll no, go no, ahead. No, I see. Was.
2: was. I'm not anymore. Oh. Again, right?
1: Would, would somebody? Would somebody please just? It, it's 2023. It's Steven. like shaking That's hands funny.
2: with your best friend.
1: That's called. I thought that was jerking up. Anyway, not to not to talk about that girl stuff uh, while Julia's on the on the pause because she'll tell she'll tell Dad and and I'll be in big trouble. Right. But uh, yeah. So just no three eight five three five one nine two seven three. Call it in um, if you want. I mean, we'll we'll. I mean, if you have an idea for a question episode, do that. Whatever. I'll stop talking, Julia. I say Julia as if like she can like I don't have to go push the play button again. Right.
3: Thought I drop in a couple of thought provokers if if anyone wants to respond uh here's here's the thought provokers any films coming out in the last 10 years that people aren't talking about that you think no hey you know that was a good movie more folks should see it okay and i've got two Uh, one of them is the 2018 film upgrade I haven't it, seen that. Simple, oh, yeah. Gosh, it's a good movie. Uh, so-
1: no, we did it on the show, actually. Upgrade. Upgrade. We, okay. uh, me and Shane did. And, no, it's actually really great. If you want to go back and listen to that one, folks, well, okay. and call in at 385 With the answer to Julia's question, is there a movie that's come out within the last 10 years that you would like to suggest that people watch, even though it's not getting much run online or whatever?
3: Uh, who uh, have to have... Uh, Ma- ma- magical medical surgery to deal with your paralysis and, and things get weird from there. Also, I'm a big fan, if that's the right word, of a Spanish language film called New Order. It is violent, it has sexual mm. violence, but it is one no. of the creepiest no. during apocalyptic movies I've seen. And it's not an apocalyptic film, the, it's just. What was that called? If everything fell apart over the course of an afternoon. I
1: have to listen to that again.
3: What would that be like? And this is the closest I think I've seen in a long time to that kind of moment happening in a society. The other thought provoker is, uh, Mike, you're always talking about how you put things on just to have them on in the background while you're doing other things. Mm-hmm. I was doing that myself, and I realized one of my favorite go-to films to have on when I'm sort of just doing other things around where this is playing is, the mist. Oh That oh my film gosh. is. So the original, good. of course. The original. Every it, it, and no, no, every I'm moment. It's the it, it, the it, it, yes. but there was the mist the show. That, if that's the right word, fun yes, to have it was, on. Yeah, right. Glance up, see what's going on. Go, oh man, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I yeah, just, just watched that very recently. Anything someone's seen in the last ten years, that would like to mention to more folks. Or what is your favorite kind of just background movie to have on while you're doing other stuff, but you're enjoying it? guys uh please i hope march has come in like a lion but is going out like a lamb here in southern california (laughs) it is raining which we don't often get so i'm not going to complain but yeah (laughs) love you guys so much okay
1: thank you so much by the way she's uh She's like, oh, uh, it's raining here, and we're like, well, we've gotten eighteen feet of snow in the last <laughs> yeah. three weeks. So. <laughs> I mean, that might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but yeah,
2: call that in, you guys, for eight five three five one nine two seven three. Is there is there anything that you feel like that uh, movies that people are talking? I've got one. I, you go ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I felt um, I thought a good one for last year was Hellbender. Did you see that one? Yeah, I did see that one. Yeah, not so much, huh?
1: Well, yeah, it was yeah. I mean, okay, so that's the one with the with the the people who are live out in the or the mom and the daughter mom lives and out the, daughter. the thing, and they mm-hmm. yeah yeah. I don't know. I like it.
2: And the innocence.
1: Yeah, but with the kids a, like the. I think it's the Swedish, old. School- is it? It's um, old.
2: No, 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 It was from last year. Um, I don't know if I saw um, that then. Oh, dude, that one was kind of fucking freaky. The
1: Innocence, huh? Yeah, like, they the put innocence. that on my list.
2: Yeah, it um I, I want to say it was Swedish. I could be completely wrong on that. Um innocence, just, like or innocence uh, okay. innocence. Okay. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Yeah. yeah, no no, super good, really creepy. Is
1: that on Shutter? I think I saw that somewhere
2: actually. It was on I saw it on Shutter. Did you? Okay, yeah, cool. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um also Sissy was good.
1: Was that the uh is that the uh uh biopic of your life?
2: Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> was, no, no no. I don't um, know about Sissy. Um. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was, there was some dark humor to it. Is that, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was really good. And what else did I see that I felt like that people? Oh, have you seen a wounded fawn? No, you know, I haven't seen oh, that either. I haven't either. Oh, oh. So I've heard good things about a wounded fawn. Um. Yeah, is that an A twenty four? I think it's an A twenty four. Oh, be really?
1: Because I just learned it something that wrong. I'd seen a bunch of times before. It was an A twenty four that I didn't realize. What was that? I cannot remember. I I would have to pull out my phone, but it's I'd have to turn this swivel chair all the way around, and I'd have to pick it right. out, and then right. I'd have to yeah.
2: So. But we should uh, we should do a we should check out Wounded Fawn. I've heard really good things. Okay. About
1: it. Yeah. Yeah, we could. Yeah, and, we don't have plans for next time. Yeah,
2: and oh, I was yeah. thinking also, mm-hmm. uh, we should do a couple of Spanish movies. You know, I would oh, I would love that dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I've we, got we an could, idea. Okay. I've got an idea. Well, yeah. let's talk about yeah. that off oh, and then
1: because mm-hmm. I've because there's a bunch of those that I want to do. Anyway, yeah. So uh thank you so much, Julia. Guys, call that in 385 We've got your uh uh movies that you would have the last 10 years that, that you think And the thing is is it's such a good that's such a good time because everybody's been coming up with so many movies in the last you know ten years and there's a lot of places now that they, that like Shutter will show a bunch that I've never heard of, you know, but I also won't give a chance because I'm like, eh, my time is so precious. Right. it's, I mean, is it, is it not? No, but I don't want to sit through a, a jackassy movie that I've never heard yeah, of hear if it sucks, but if it's great, yeah, let me know. Um, also, is there something in the background? I, I, you know, I like any kind of 80s type of thing in the background. I put, yeah. I, you know, it's funny as I put on Trick or Treat, Trick or Treat, like Ragman from 1986 on the background, and I was doing some stuff on my computer sitting in my on my couch right but i sat i ended up just looking up at it and watching the whole thing cuz it was like it's a lot darker than i remember you know it's a lot more emotional like skippy
2: from family ties was like really it's been such a long time since i've seen it that's yeah, uh, it's a good one i i tend to put on lord of the rings in the background yeah but, uh, mostly for the soundtrack and it just i can zone out well also you, you know, can you know, you look like,
1: up and you see those those cute hobbits
2: and your heart right, gets right, warmed like, i know not horror i know it's not horror but it's it's funny, we don't talk it's about go that go to. here. I'm it's my go-to.
1: Go. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, let's get into the show. Uh, why don't we do go ahead and play a trailer for Fright Night, and uh, we'll come back to talk about it. The good thing about this trailer is you'll probably be able to understand the words that it unlike last episode. <laughs> but here we go.
0: What would you do if you accidentally discovered the house next door was occupied by something not human? <laughs> Something horrifying. Something unspeakably evil. No one believes you. Mom, I didn't have a nightmare. Not your mom. They did kill a girl over there. Not your girlfriend. Charlie, is this some sort of a trick to get me back? Not even the police. Look, I know it's crazy, I know that, but look, lieutenant! It knows that you know. You'll do anything to protect yourself, but it will do anything to protect its secret. This could be the night of your life.
2: Tonight we're talking about Fright Night and Fright Night (laughs) 2. Fright Night, we're going to start with Fright Night um, 1985. Um, Coming in at 7 on IMDb, 82%. On Rotten Tomatoes. Who are these 18% of people who suck? Right, right. Yeesh. That's what we're talking about. Um, Okay, so Fright Night is a supernatural horror film written and directed by Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. Not that Tom Holland. Not Spider-Man Tom Holland. You know, but Tom Holland. Right, right, right. 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 Cause, no, it's funny because my kids were like, oh, I lo-
1: <laughs> what's your favorite Spider-Man Tom Holland? And I'm like, the He's old, old, though, (laughs) guys.
2: Right, and Tom Holland. If you don't know, if you're into horror Mm -hmm. and you don't know who Tom Holland, uh, you need to check out Tom Holland. We're talking Psycho Mm Two, right? Which is amazing, by the way. Right, 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 right. And then we're talking. Uh, what did he do? Um, thinner? Did he do thinner? He did thinner, thinner, and Lingo Liars. <throat> um, like a couple episodes of Lingo Liars. Uh-huh. Uh, no, well, th- well, that was a made for TV. Right, right. And so
1: it was with Bar Bartokomos. Right, and uh, that's <laughs> yeah. And Which,
2: my favorite thing with him is um, what Wild at Heart? No, Crazy. Uh, what is no? What the fuck, Kristen Slater movie? Oh, True Romance.
1: Oh, I haven't seen that in what, so long. Oh, I can't remember yeah. shit about that. <laughs> oh man, oh, like, oh, yeah. I gotta see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And um, oh, but and most no, most notably, Child's Play. Yes, yeah, right. And That's he's done, the big one. He's done a lot of in horror. In in mm-hmm. fact, you know, a lot of people believe that maybe he should. Uh, you know, he doesn't get as talked to uh, talked about as much as uh, uh, the Wes Cravens and the you know the George Romero's. Mm-hmm. You know, but a lot of people feel like that he may be on the Mount Rushmore. Well. Oh really of, of horror directors. Well the
1: thing is is this. I mean okay so a little while back in the mid 2000 or sorry maybe it was 2008 or something like that yeah. they did Masters of Horror right? Right. Like those TV the, the, there was a it was I think it was on HBO or some Showtime or some one of those pay things. And he had his own episode and uh um uh, <clears throat> but uh, let's see he did actually I think I have that. Anyway uh oh here we go. We all scream for ice cream and I don't remember which it, what it was. He did some tales from the crypt too. Yeah. But the, here's the thing, though. I think that when you talk about the pantheon of of horror directors, yeah, um, Wes Craven, John Carpenter, oh, George with Romero, that, with it I know, and uh, Hitchcock. Uh, well, yeah, well of course. And then, but then you've got a lot of other people like, uh um like uh, the Clive Barker, sure. who, who has it, who only directed a couple, but right, right. But the, his creations are some of the biggest ones. <clears throat> but Tom Holland, you know, doing. Child's Fright Night and, yeah, and Child's yeah. Play, right, right. Those are two. I mean, okay, so so Fright Night didn't turn into a big, a big legacy of whatever. But I, I'll talk about that. Why? So maybe the reason why, right? And what what the future holds for it. But the thing is, it's like, uh, oh, geez. Anyway, um, <laughs> so anyway, so basically, the um, uh, that kind of distracted me. But no, but I think he should be up there. I think. I mean. That he's up there with a lot of these guys, and there's a whole uh, new set of them uh, since those, those right, uh, that right. series came out or I mean, whatever. But the th- I mean, you got Ari Aster out with the Hereditary. Maybe he'd be in the minor. Arcana. No, but I, I think that there's he, the
2: major arcana and maybe minor arcana. Yes, exactly. You know, uh, but Tom, Tom Holland is definitely absolutely without a doubt. You know, without a doubt. Oh yeah, and this is on his directorial debut. Right. Right. Yep. So he wrote this. I believe he wrote this. He was working on another project, and he kind of was just like, uh, came up with the, the idea of a kid who's into horror movies, right? You know, finding himself in a horror movie. That sounds good. You know,
1: well, it obviously right. works if we like this movie. I guess. And
2: and I think that the, the key was Peter Vincent vampire killer right right right, right. and you know once he came up with that character with the idea of that character it all kind of fell in here's the thing though let me ask you before we get
1: into the movie too much and i don't mean to distract you but um so what a huge cultural significance what huge cultural significance i think that horror hosts have had on us Especially now, oh, yeah. you've happen? got the Joe Bob, who, right, who's right. the. You, I mean, back in the old days, you've got you, creature feature. You got the, yeah. I mean, you had you had Vincent Price doing yeah, that. Yeah. You, I mean, you. I mean, obviously, you could list down all of the of the horror hosts of all time. But what a fun phenomenon that, that yeah, is! Yeah, Elvira. You know? It yeah, it brings people together. Right. You know it. It you know it and I mean we. So, I mean I grew up here in Salt Lake, so it's our you know Farmington where, you know it's. Basically the same TV, so we didn't have a local guy, right? You know, but still, the thing is, is I remember even uh, in 2004 wanting to watch Ivana Cadaver, and I can't remember the name of her show, like. But you know, just all these little because it was so much fun to get you know hear this their little skits and whatever, and to see this movie, you have Peter Vincent, an old movie star, come out just like you know Vincent Price, blah blah blah, right? But do this, it's like that was probably. One of the biggest reasons why I think this movie made it th- made it so big because a lot of the people watching this in 1985 were also involved in something else or their parents were. But know? I think there's more than
2: that. Yeah, well, tell you me know, what. well, okay. So I mean, if we just want to jump into it, you know, sure? Um, oh, you mean to the movie? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. yeah there's yeah. more to the movie. Oh, I'm, yeah. not, but, I'm not. I'm not trying. But what say. I'm, I'm saying with this is that a part of the mystique and the appeal is that you do have that. That's you again. do ha- you do have that character mm-hmm. of. Uh, 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 Peter Vincent. Peter Vincent, thanks. And, um, you know, and played by Roddy McDowell, who's... Right. I mean, who doesn't love Roddy McDowell? I'll punch
1: R- you if you don't.
2: Right. I mean, <laughs> but that character, and he does such a good job. With yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he really does. Um, But th- I think that the uh, there's more to the element of Fright Night that is appealing on a wider scale. Okay. You know, that reaches out of... You know, definitely grasp horror fans. Mm-hmm. You know, especially especially fans of comedic horror. Mm-hmm. You know, because you, you know, I know it, it. Like it's some people call it like a supernatural horror. Mm-hmm. I would say it's a it's more of a comedy horror, but it doesn't let up on the horror. You know what I mean? Because it, it's still the horror is still very very no, prevalent I, I, with the comedy.
1: I I so I I love horror comedies and stuff like that. And, One of my favorites. and this is That's the what, same kind of yeah. things. I mean, you you can talk about the plot, but right. but, but the thing is, is, these characters are so warm and they're so relatable and they're right. so. I mean, and and the look and feel of it. I, and I I wasn't saying that this movie was only good because I had this thing. i just it felt no, sure. it felt sure. like like a chicken soup kind of horror movie right? without a doubt. Yeah, so. without a doubt,
2: absolutely. Mm-hmm. I you know what I love about this, and let's let's get into it. Let's, yeah, let's okay, do it. so. You know, it starts out, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you're hearing, you know, like the, the the narrative, you know, this movie that uh that um <laughs> that he's watching. Uh William Ragsdale's character, uh Brewster, uh Charlie. Charlie Brewster is watching, mm-hmm. right? And he's up there with his girlfriend, who's played by Amanda Beer uh Beers. And um they're 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 making out, right? But you're hearing this, and then he finds himself, he's he's you know, watching the neighbor outside, yep. you know, uh, move in. And he's like, what the hell's up with this, right? In the and middle he, of the night. In, in the middle yeah. of the night, right? So he's 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 given up his chance to get laid for the first time.
1: Don't you want to make love to me right. or not? Right, right, right. <laughs>
2: like, and, you know, and I've got to give it up for the girlfriend. like I'm, Amanda Burst. I'm not yeah. sure. Well, no, ever. no, no. <laughs> She's ride or die, man. Oof. She is ride or die. You know, because she just, she's with him. True. You know? But, bro, how many times did Al Bundy make fun of her chicken legs?
1: Okay. Right, right, so, right, right. I mean, I'm it, teasing. I'm teasing.
2: No, no, no. But that character is right or die. Right, okay. Yeah, sure. for sure. And then, you know, because Charlie is trying to convince everybody, all these adults in his life, and uh-huh. even his peers, that there's a vampire next door. Mm-hmm. Nobody's buying it. Right. Until Peter Vincent does the, the old tester with the mirror. Uh-huh. You know, they go over to the house and they're going to do the, you know, drink the holy water. It's not holy water. It's a holy water, you know. And, and then, of course, he drinks it. It's not holy water. And then, uh, but then he looks in the mirror and it's right. Like, oh, shit. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And um, one thing I love about this movie mm-hmm. is that it follows this a lot of traditional vampire lore. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. He does. Now, there's like a lot of little things. Tom Holland puts so many little things in there. Uh-huh. that are really hilarious like uh when he when peter Vinson goes up with the steak you know at one point you know in, the, in one of his movies you notice it's turned around okay yeah, yeah the opposite direction are you okay yeah, it's just kind of silly okay you yeah, know sure. right and let's talk about you know roddy mcdowell has been in so many movies you know uh amazing and uh he roddy mcdowell <laughs> i can't like okay Rodney McDowell was really known for having a lot of parties. Oh, really? Yeah. like Was he, a, was,
1: was he in Caligula? No, that was Malcolm McDowell, my bad. Yeah. Okay, no, but he, he, was, he was in a lot of those old, crazy movies. Oh, though, without a right? doubt. When he was you young. In,
2: in Planet of the Apes. Yeah, he was right. in, uh, oh, shoot. Uh, Cornelius, House. right? He was he oh. Cornelius? Anyway, yeah. oh, I got it, I got it. Oh, so gosh, I he, here, Here's the deal. Hill House, yeah. Milton Berle. Oh, Big Dick Berle. So you know. Yeah. Right? Hmm. Milton Berle was known for having a sizable dick. Yeah. Huh? Right. Well, when Roddy McDowell got to Hollywood, uh-huh. it was quickly learned that he too had a sizable Little dick. Little Roddy had a, it. Evidently oh, shit. was known for having a big Interesting. cock. Interesting. That's right. crazy. Right. Now,
1: no wonder they call him <laughs> <it> Roddy. <Marotti.
2: laughs> Milton Berle yeah. being Milton Burrow. Yeah. Right. They're I don't know if they're at a restaurant or if they're one of Roddy's parties or something like yeah. that, right? Uh a bunch of celebrities, they go contest? into the bathroom. Well, I don't know. There, I, you hear different reports of like Roddy McDowell just like getting up and whipping it out of the dinner table. Yeah. You know, wow. in front of like Charlton Heston or something like that. You know, like,
1: <laughs> dude, <laughs> as, the, as they're listening to Round and
2: Round from the from the apartment above. Right, right, right. And so he, he at one point in time, he whips it out in front of, you know, yeah. Milton. And as the story goes, Milton only wh- whips out enough to win. Ah (laughs) gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs) Milton.
1: (laughs) They had to have two coffins for that funeral.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Milton Burrow. So the film was released in August 2nd, 1985. Now the budget was like seven to nine point two five million dollars. I heard it was closer. I read it was closer to nine, like nine. Okay. Okay. Grossed almost twenty five million. The first, you know, the first little while, right? Right. Awesome. I think here is the thing I love about this movie is they took Roddy McDowell, who's an established actor, Mm -hmm. right, and Chris Sarandon had a really good career. I think he started out on like uh, Guiding Light or some soap opera, okay, right, Mm -hmm. and did a bunch of things. Married to Susan Sarandon, right, Mm -hmm. right. And they met in college in New York mm-hmm. and married, and you know, that didn't last. What, well, you're the Sentinel come out, because he was in that just at the so very like, what, in 78, 78, 78. Yeah, So, in 78? 78. So, like this, that. Was, this was, he was a in lot Central. of years before, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, not so, look much at his career. I you wonder know,
1: what he's been doing. Oh, since then? Well, yeah, well, no, 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 between them, because, I mean, he's, like, the super handsome dude right, who played, right. like, the perfect... You know, I mean the thing you gotta add it to the casting in this thing because I mean he is the perfect sensual, like uh like okay, so here's the thing. He can be the guy next door coming over and right charming your mom's pants
2: off and Which he was, you know it did to Charlie's mom. Exactly
1: right. Right. And then you know, and then be nice and whatever, but at the same time be like, I'll be seeing you Right. soon. Right. You know, right. and it's just like <laughs> you bastard,
2: man. That's yeah. me. You're scary. He could he could kind of do both, you know. He, so it's like I was perfect. He's all over the place. I think he's one of my favorite. Vampires. I agree with you. I you think you know, I think he's great. Yeah, Jerry Dandridge is a awesome, awesome fucking character. Yeah, I agree. You know, it,
1: well, well, and then I mean let's go back to Roddy McDowell. He was yeah. kind of the I mean, obviously he was perfect for the fright night. He, he oh, played yeah. the whole thing. Well, yeah. but he was also kind of like um like a coward, like a, you know, kind of like he, he was a coward that found his his right. his courage well, later. His he, he's career, like the cowardly lion. His <laughs> yeah. career was past him.
2: Yeah. No, you yep, know, uh-huh. and so he was done using that baying hammer. And, right. You know, right. Right. You know, not really. And okay. when, when Tom Holland wrote the part, he did approach Vincent Price, mm-hmm. but Vincent Price had just was tired of being tight cast into this one. Right. Role. I
1: wonder how old
2: you he would have been then, too. Because uh, he know, definitely probably in the 60s. Oh, Vincent Price, I know. wonder if he was older than that, but maybe we'd have to look. Yeah. But anyway, so. And then then you've got, so you've got these two actors, one incredibly established, mm-hmm. and then Chris Sarandon, who's established. Yeah, sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you have a bunch of young kids, uh-huh. you know. And um, I think, I'm going to say this, uh, William Ragsdale kind of reminds me of a poor man's John Cryer. A little bit, huh? <laughs> he reminds me of this show called, uh, uh, what's his name?
1: Something's Head. Oh, shoot, I just blew the joke. He he was in this '90s sitcom called uh, something head. He right, had right. all these characters up in his head to talk to, but it, okay, it was really okay. a, Herman's head. Damn, Herman's it. head. Yeah, it's called Herman's head. <laughs> oh
2: my god! And uh, John Cryer is just a poor man's Matthew Broderick. Exactly right.
1: No, and you're right. But they're but they're all like these handsome, you know, these these these. Next, the kid next door type of looking guy, right? Were, right, you know, they're, Even they're, they're, they're in their 20s, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah he yeah, what yeah. is he 24 when yeah, they film this, yeah. Or something yeah. This. So it's like, yeah, yeah, but he, but he, I mean, he looked, he looked apart like his single mom was there, and and man, was she looking to get banged by oh, I know, by, right. Uh,
2: right? What's his name, right? And then you got uh Amanda Beers who plays Amy, and then Stephen uh Jeffries who plays, I think, you know, my favorite character of the whole movie, dude, Evil Ed. Let me let me t- let me tell you my
1: whole okay. Let me let me let me yeah. let me tell you my whole experience with Evil Ed. Oh, the first time I no and no, it has nothing to do with me watching all of his <laughs> gay porn. That he e- was, had a prolific e- career. Evil in head. After. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. No, what was his name? Shoot, I forgot his porn name, but it's Sam Ritter. How did I just remember that off the top of my? Don't, I mean, look up Sam like, Ritter. Like
2: up. you're pretending to forget. Oh my goodness, are you serious? <laughs> Sam is, Ritter. No know. relations to John.
1: No, I don't know. But uh, it's the first time I watched this, I'm like, oh my gosh, that dude is annoying. I would have beat the shit out of him in right, high school. Right. I mean, I wasn't in high school the first time I saw it, I don't think. But, so, but you know, I'm, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's so annoying, he's so annoying. The older I got, I was like, oh my gosh, this guy right. is perfect. Like, he's sniveling. He's, he's, he's I mean, he's, yeah, he's... he's probably getting beat up for you know watching for being a nerd and doing all this right, stuff right right man he seems like he deserves it you know with his that big mother you're so cool Bruce
2: just it's like oh I would the perfect the delivery
1: and the thing is is and so what happened was I watched nine seven six evil which he right. stars in that too which by the way is a reason he didn't do part two of this because he was busy like starring being the big star right um a, a movie directed by uh England by Robert England okay. you know his, his directorial debut And so he he wouldn't do that, but man, it's kind of the same character. Like he's like a I mean, he's the way he looks and the way he presents himself is like you are going to play either a nerd or a bottom. Okay. So it's right. So there you go. Yeah. But the the I started to really appreciate watching those two movies, you know, a few times through there. And now I'm just like, man, I might be with Steve on this. He might be the he might be the, the thing that holds all this together because there's even a point in the movie where like, you start feeling really sorry for him. Like, oh, without it's like doubt. The, he, he the way he makes you feel with, like, like dark and like, oh, my gosh, guys. Right. Oh. Right.
2: Well, you know, when Peter Vincent, when he goes to, when he's banging on Peter Vincent's door. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, you know, come in. There's a vampire out yeah. here. Right. To right, right. get Peter Vincent to let him in. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you know, what about you? And he exposes his bite mark on his neck, right. you know. And uh, then he, then Peter Vincent like tries to get away and ends up what crashing into a coffee table or, or like a little end table at the stairwell. Yeah, they had a big right? old right, and then impales him. Yeah, and then so he's kind of I a think, werewolf vampire, which, which happens which, again
1: in the next one too. Right.
2: Well. They're all it's, creatures it's, of the it's night. It's the longest death scene ever, you know. It's yes. like it's like it's like it's got to be 5 minutes. It's like of what him. was that on Austin Powers?
1: <laughs> oh no, no, what was that? What was that where he kept dying? I can't remember. Right, yeah, right, whatever right, movie right. that was. Oh no, no, that was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> PB oh, Herman, PB Herman. But yeah, so yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, but it's it's definitely the longest like death scene, but you feel like empathy for him.
1: No, for, no, for real because he Yeah. I mean, because you're right. It, it is a horror comedy, and it does feel nice and warm. And right. look at the way it looks, and it's this and this. But then every once in a while, you'll just get that. Oh my, ugh. you know that's right, right. That's I mean, that's like harrowing a little bit, you know. And, well, and I feel like at that moment, when he was dying, there were parts of that I'm like, oh, so with, maybe with, I wouldn't. I shouldn't have beat him up, Michael. You didn't beat him. Up. Oh yeah, good.
2: Okay. <laughs> with evil Ed, you know, here he's been picked on. They call him evil. Yeah. He, he hates it. Don't call me evil. You know. But he's annoying as fuck. Oh you my know? gosh. He, you know, if if Charlie. Charlie's having uh, issues with Amy. He's laughing at him like, you know, yeah. oh, you're mocking Charlie. Yeah, exactly. you know, you're cool. you're well, so that, cool. That's what I'm Brewster. Saying, you know? It's like but, I would have beat him up for the big But but, but, but here's – so we're talking about a kid who's never had power in his life. True. Then he's given power, uh-huh. right, more than what he's ever had in his life. Bro, basically it's what and happens. And it's is taken right away from him.
1: That's why we are in the society you know, we are now is because we quit – Bullying the nerds, and all of a sudden the nerds have taken over and they're taking us all down. You're right. Welcome to my little political Do you need discourse. A safe space. My goodness. Yeah, exactly right. Right. No, but but no, I agree with you though. And I, one last thing about Amanda Burst I have never for one second in my life thought she was an attractive woman. It's here's the thing. Yeah. There is one moment in this movie where right. she comes in, she got the long blonde hair, oh, yeah. The white dress yeah, on, yeah, yeah, you can kind of still sheer. I'm like, oh, what? Who that? What? Right. It was confusing to me because you saw her in this, and then I didn't see her in anything except for Married with Children until she got old, and then now she's just like a old like
2: dude looking person, you right, know. And right. It's like well, I saw Fright Night before you know, she was in a Married with Children. I uh, I did not. I, oh, I okay. knew her yeah. from Married with Children. Well, the, the, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll say that part of my love for Fright Night start, starts with the video store. I didn't see it when it was in the theater. Oh yeah. But the video store mm-hmm. and the cover. Oh yeah! That cover is so the artwork is so fucking cool. Well, the the artwork you is know?
1: basically okay. So this movie kind of pulls an army of dark. Well, I guess Army of Darkness pulls of this movie because yeah. they didn't come out to what ninety three or something. Right. But there's one scene in Army of Darkness where this ghoul comes out of the sky, and into the into the castle and picks up uh, Ash's girlfriend and takes takes her oh, away. Oh yeah, right? yeah. But the face cannot move and it's just kind of rubbery and stuff like that. Right. But you love it, right? But that was like I was gonna say. Other than that, like that that was kind of how it was with Amanda Burse's, uh mouth. Oh, head. sure, a little sure. bit. It wasn't as bad yeah. as the one in Army of Darkness, by far, because she could move it and she could right. open it and stuff like that. But you could tell. It was an, but what a perfect visual that was! Oh, without a doubt. For that, for the you know, I used to have their poster strip till I had to, till I had a bunch of like knaves move in and I had to move all my crap and all my scary crap <laughs> into one room. And I had to put all of it in storage. I had a big old fright night poster right, sitting right. right there. Uh it's but, just it's on you know,
2: storage. I I will I will say that one thing. Another thing I love about uh, Friday Night is that it does have the classic '80s, uh, you know, makeup and uh, yes. and everything. And it was now, good. Th- uh, reportedly, now I've heard that they spent about a million dollars on just the makeup and effects. Uh, yep, yeah, right.
1: Sense. I mean, I don't know, but that
2: makes sense. Right, and the, I think the great thing about this is that the studio that they did this with—I forget who—who who did they do this with? Um, Columbia. Mm-hmm. They yeah. did it with Columbia. So the studio—I don't think they gave much of a shit about it. Okay, you know what I mean. They were—I think they, they were, were doing, worried about other projects. They were doing some other projects, like so, yeah, you okay. know, and kind of uh, banking on that. Okay. They're just kind of like yeah whatever you know this is going to be a throwaway you know tax write-off type of thing gotcha you know and so they don't they don't really put a a lot into it but i think that that's what the magic about it comes from i agree with you is that Mm -hmm. the studio execs aren't getting too involved with it and like oh but you got to have this and you got to add this you know what you know right and fucking it up that tom holland was able to just like have a vision and And what and what a classic this became oh without a doubt but i think it's the video store the video, I think the video know. store
1: did a lot for a lot. I watched, like I said, Ragman or Trick or Treat mm-hmm. the other night, and I just like it's just like wow, yeah, what what a beauty. what a beauty, just dead alive. Came out dead exactly alive. right. It's like I didn't, I didn't see, I hardly saw anything in the theaters. My parents would let me see shit, right? But I also worked for a gas station starting when I was the age of sure. thirteen, sure, where we rented movies from a gas station. People, let me remind you, the blockbuster and Hollywood videos were the big evil corporations that took over all the small <laughs> mom and pop shops. So don't give me don't, don't give me this, "Oh, I love going to, to Blockbuster on a Saturday." You fucked it up for us. We were going to the cool places that's with right. the little with the little rooms in the back that had bead curtains that you went in the back, okay?
2: <laughs> to, to you know, places like Top Hat. Exactly Top, hat, top hat. That's that's perfect. It's
1: like, "Oh my gosh."
2: Right, right. But, you know, like uh Dead Alive. I would have never seen that No, no exactly right. You know.
1: It's a, it's a little bit wild because you know, back then I remember thinking, Oh man, I gotta see this. I gotta see this. I gotta see this. Months would pass. I've got to see this, you know? Yeah. And and then it's like I'd finally see it. I'm like, oh shit, that was awesome. Oh, you know, whatever. Or without a doubt. Or fuck that sucked. You know, stupid. <laughs> you know, whatever. But the thing is is now there's everything is basically available. Oh yeah. Everything's available. Even though we'll talk about why part two, Friday night part two isn't as available as I think it should be. But it's, it's not. It was a little bit tougher to find. Well, now,
2: but, now I just, you know, I used to spend hours in the video store trying to find a fucking movie. Now I spend hours going through my streaming but service the difference trying to find a movie. But the difference is, is
1: you would end up finding a movie, a blockbuster. You take it home and watch it twice over right, the weekend, right. okay? Now you find something, watch 10 minutes of it and fall asleep. Uh, I would, that's more probably because of our age than, well, than yeah, because Yeah, of yeah, yeah. For sure, the, for sure. I think, the, I think that the, this movie became such a big deal to me and obviously, many others is because of the, the, um, the, I don't know, what do you call it? the gathering of so many huge and unique personalities in this. They weren't big, I mean, well known actors, these kids, especially. I mean, I mean, obviously, right. right. Uh, Roddy McDowell was in, and, uh, and, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sarandon. But I mean, evil, and there is no one like him, right? And even, I, I watched the remake just to kind of, you know, cool. I'll watch the remake a little bit too. And, Fucking McLovin played Evil Ed, right? Right. But he did not have the personality. Not. I mean, it had a little bit of a because, different vibe, though. The remake had a lot different vibe. But the thing is, is there's no one. I. He, I don't. I can't think of one person. I mean, obviously, because now it's so ingrained in our head that that uh, uh, Jeffries is this character, right? But oh my gosh, he literally over the years made me hate him, think I should beat him up, to loving him but thinking I should still beat him up. (laughs) But, I mean, you've got to say, the the bottom line is, even Amanda Burr's, I thought you loved me, so you don't want you to make love to me, or not, and all this And it's like, my goodness. And then you have Charlie, the, you know, whatever. And I just think it's such a perfect
2: amalgamation
1: of those personalities delivered onto screen. I give this the highest buy below a bone Oh,
2: if you don't own this and you're a horror fan, I don't know Uh, what you're doing. I agree. You know, and one thing I think we should need to talk about, Oh dear.
1: The soundtrack. Sam. Oh, I see. I the soundtrack. I thought you don't want to talk about Sam Ritter. No, 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 no.
2: The soundtrack. No, I agree. Yeah, sure. You know, um, I really once again, I think it's kind of like there's nothing like there's not a big mm-hmm. like big budget pop song that they threw into mm-hmm. it. You know, kind of like okay, this will this this song that we're gonna also push the song off the, you know, sure. on the radio. Mm-hmm. But you know, listening to it, I watched it last night, and listening to it last night, definitely like what I would say are elements of synthwave, or even oh, definitely even dark wave. Even when they were, I mean, especially now, when they were at the uh, at the club, and well, there's that, but there's, but you know, like there's there's. Like little, like when he's like, uh, when Jerry Dandridge is going, you know, like the saxophone music is kind of going in the background, you know. But oh, yeah, you, yeah. you know, but there's like the this sensual, yeah, right, right. But then there's these parts in between when they're running, you know, yeah. they're running away from him down the alley, stuff like that. Um, where it's kind of this now would be called synth wave, sure, you know, Back then and it was
1: just called music, right? Or a new wave, or, <laughs> or whatever, you know, new or, wave or, or dark yeah. wave.
2: Um, another thing, uh, there's some great goofs in it, and uh, one of them charlie nails down the window mm-hmm. right to stop uh, jerry from getting in mm-hmm. right even though he's been invited mm-hmm. and so he nails down the window they they get into it in the bedroom jerry rips open the you know just mm-hmm. one handed you know the pulls the nails out of the mm-hmm. out of the the uh, frame you know the window opens right up well jerry leaves out the window yeah. right he charlie shuts the window and then he goes and he's he turns around and it's shut and the windows open. Oh no, I didn't. You know what's weird is I like for some reason I
1: never noticed that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like when I'm watching it, no, just like little goofs like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I rarely ever. And
2: do. then when my fa- also another thing, favorite thing is that when Jerry is going into uh, Charlie's mother's room, mm-hmm. he does a little whistle. That was, uh... strangers in the night. Yeah, he whistles strange. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. No, it's just part of the charm of the thing. He's a dickhead. It's just it's just it's these little things, no, you know. And you know, I think when he first goes to Charlie, it's kinda like, okay, you got me. You got me. You sure. You know? <laughs> but Charlie just won't give up.
1: Well, oh, and he goes to the cops, he goes, whatever. Right. I don't know. No, I mean yeah. it's a it's a classic for a reason. There's a lot of people who who uh I mean there's groups dedicated to this movie there's oh you know oh, it's, yeah. like,
2: it's like i don't know i i love it. The, the the only thing like one thing I, I have always kind of bothered me over the years is his uh his man guy you know his butler oh you yeah know. yeah now what is he he gets shot. He's okay. He's kind gets of a zombie and thing. Then green stuff starts he's, coming maybe
1: up. Maybe he's in. a creature of the night. Like I said, I mean, Evil Ed but was he, but a werewolf vampire. Whatever. But he's out during the day. So he, I mean, a ghoul. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know he's like he he's was like he the, was like
2: a, the, you know, his, his protector. I have no, yeah, you he, know, I have no idea. But does yeah. he ever sleep? He's up all day. But then if he's like catering to Jerry all night, when does this fucking guy ever sleep, bro? Maybe he is a golem, like like the Jewish
1: golem. <laughs> That he needs no sleep, he is the protector. <laughs> I don't know, man.
2: I love this movie. Cool. Yeah, Fright Night.
1: All right, cool. So, um, why don't we do this? Um, we're gonna play a little uh, little jingle because we're about to do some trivia. Oh, and sorry. I am what am I five and zero oh right now or something like that? What? I'm Let's not keeping score. I I I just know I have a loss. So why I know I wouldn't keep score if I were you either. But anyways, we'll play that. We'll be right back to do some trivia. <laughs>
0: Live from Salt Lake City, it's your favorite game show, Corpse Cast Trivia. Master, wouldn't they need brains for that? Well, as big as their heads are, there's bound to be something in there, one would hope. Anyway, on with the show. Alright Steve, put your phone down.
1: It's trivia time. Oh, and trivia and time. we're not gonna oh, we're not gonna oh. let you start. Right, uh, right, yeah. right. Hold on. except for you are gonna have to pick it up for the pick it up again for the uh uh for the flashlight. For the flashlight, yeah. yeah. All right, you choosing two more, I picking one. Here we go. You know how this goes. We got one horror trivia pursuit card. We're gonna go back and forth through these six questions, and at the end, whoever has more points wins. And Steven. Yeah. We gotta <laughs> Paper rock scissors on three oh, on okay, three. Okay, okay. On right, three okay. to see who you can choose to be top of the inning right, or bottom right. of the inning. Okay, okay. On three. One, two, three. Yes. I'm gonna be bottom of the inning again. Son of a bitch. All right. So I read first. All right. <clears throat> number one. Number
2: number one? <clears throat> oh shoot. Okay.
1: Oh shoot. This is an easy one. Okay.
2: Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about you. Okay.
1: Actress Karen Black. Yeah. Has a role in each of the three segments of which 1975 made for television cult classic. Fuck me. Karen Black. Karen Black. Has a role in each of the three segments of which 1975's Made for Television Cult Classic. In which 1975 Made for Television Cult Classic. I'm, I'm, I don't even know. What? what it's it? called Trilogy of Terror. At the end. Oh. It's the end with that uh with the that uh African
2: Zuni fetish doll or something, Oh, or right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, so. right, right. Right. Wasn't Karen Blackwood she play bass in the Melvins?
1: I have no idea, dude. That's I
2: don't know if it's I don't think yeah. it's the same okay. person. All right, all right. Okay. Linda Blair. Fuck me. All yeah. right. <laughs> Linda Blair uh starred in Watch nineteen seventy eight, made for television film about a girl whose witchy cousin comes to live with her.
1: Wait, you're like, oh shit! Like, like I know all made for TV. Which well, it was just Linda Blair. Yeah, know, I was just say. Uh, right. uh, let's see,
2: made for TV's, made for TV. Oh, geez, yeah, her sister,
1: 1978. Comes, I was two years old. It was on TV. Let's, I don't know.
2: Stranger in her House. Ooh, that yeah. sounds very directed by Wes Craven.
1: Oh no, shit. Yeah. Well, I yeah. shouldn't know that
2: anyway. Right. Maybe not. Right.
1: All right, here we go. What is the name? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I would have got this one.
2: Okay. Maybe. Maybe.
1: What is the name of the evil ventriloquist doll that is the villain in a number of books in R.L. Stein's Goosebumps? Oh, series.
2: fuck me. I don't even know. Really? Even the only yeah. reason
1: I know is because my kids are a little, you know, when reading like, those.
2: And I do like, I like R.L. Stein's Goosebumps. I yeah. Do. Yeah, but, yeah, then, yeah. I remember one time. I, I don't even know.
1: I found this and somebody said, oh, it's Slappy. That's his name? Slappy. And so I bought this ventriloquist doll. It looked just like Slappy. Yeah. And I kept hiding them around <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anytime I think of dolls like that, it's got a poltergeist under the fucking oh, yeah, head, the the, clown. The clown, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Have you ever seen uh oh shoot, what's that uh, uh what's that movie called? Oh my I wish I wish I didn't bring it up now that I can't remember, but it's like the Mary Shaw movie. She had no children, only dolls.
2: Oh no, 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 no. But then also there was that movie with um Anthony Hopkins. Oh yeah, Magic. Magic. Right, right, right. Okay. Hey, let me
1: look up, let me look up that movie real quick. Because if I don't know it right now. What movie had Mary Shaw in it? Dead Silence. I knew was a shoot. Okay. Wow, okay. Anyway,
2: cool. Before moving to a more realistic political feature films, Oliver Stone directed which cult classic about a cartoonist who loses a uh, a killer appendage.
1: About a cartoonist that loses a killer appendage? Oh, my God. A killer appendage? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, yeah. A killer appendage? Yeah. Like, loses? Yeah. He lost a killer appendage. Mm-hmm. Oliver Stone. Directed. Directed, where a, a cartoonist... Yes. ...loses a killer appendage. Yes. Cartoonist loses a killer... I would say, like, basket case, but... The hand. Oh shoot.
2: Yeah. My nah, bad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. We are zero for zero. Zero. And guess what? We are on the orange. So that is the third section. Okay. Uh which David Cronenberg film stars actress adult actress Marilyn Chambers as a woman who grows a stinger under her armpit that drains the victims of her blood of their blood. Oh, this is a good one. This is I always get this one mixed up with a different one, but I won't say either because it might jog your memory.
2: Well, it's not Naked Lunch, is it? No, no. Yeah. Naked Lunch. Okay. No, I only that's said that so you that would can. be your final yeah, okay. answer. <laughs>
1: no, it's Rabbit from 1970. Oh, I know. We saw suck that one. today. Saw, yeah. we're, we're having an off weekend. Having meet, a hard so time. It's,
2: yeah. it's, it's raining right now. It's not even snowing. Maybe that's messing us up. Yeah. Okay. What device does Dr. Pretorius create from? In From Beyond, 1986. The
1: Resonator. Turn up the radio. You're right. Well, You're right. right. The cool. Resonator. Right. Oof. Finally, I'm on the board. All right, we're on the red, the brain category. What Russian word does Alex call his fellow thugs in A Clockwork Orange? Drugs. Turn up the radio. Oh man, that my lead was yeah. short lived, yeah. man.
2: Um, okay, well, you're probably gonna get this one. What classical musician is Alex's favorite in a clockwork orange in 1971? Okay, say that again. What musician is Alex's Beethoven.
1: favorite? Beethoven, oh, turn up the radio. Apparently, we've both seen that, right? Movie. Right? right. I, w- I, the thing is, I did get Beethoven, but I don't know if I would have got Drugs. So. Okay, all right, all right, so we are on the green, it's two to one. That was a, that was a wild little section. <laughs> oh my goodness! I don't like it. This computer because it, it hooks up to my phone. Right. So my wife texts me, "You guys still podcasting? <laughs> <laughs> like, Are you serious?
2: This is serious stuff, babe." Yeah, right. We're we're right in the middle of trivia. Yeah,
1: this is huge. <laughs> All right, so we're on the blue. All right. What sa- What slasher film? <clears throat> what slasher film director also directed the 1979 miniseries based on Stephen King's uh, Salem's Lot?
2: director mm-hmm. West Craven I don't know oh yes Wes Craven no fuck me you know what's funny let me what? tell you something what
1: in my brains I read it and I feel like it that was in my brain yeah I was like Toby Hooper and I was like oh, oh. shit Wes Craven in my brain I was like West Craven, you, Wes Craven West
2: Craven West Craven, Wes Craven I was giving it to you you bro. gave it to me I did yeah and you fucked me up I did Proof. Toby Hooper no come
1: on <laughs> alright cool 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 <laughs>
2: All right, what rock and roll star played Eddie in in a Rocky Horror Picture Show? Played Eddie yeah. in a rocker. Oh my God! If you don't fucking I through... have
1: I've seen this one time along you, Eddie. I'm gonna smack. Who played the, Eddie? I'm gonna
2: smack you into Wednesday
1: in in a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Um. Say that. Say it again. One more time.
2: What rocker played Eddie? Oh, it was Meatloaf. Oh, fuck. Turn up the radio. Yes. Oh. Yes. Meatloaf rest his so
1: oh dear well so uh, we we don't keep track of scores yeah. here but let's do yeah. this anyways yeah. okay let's do the what what was it so that was like what is it 3 to 1 yeah okay so yeah. it's yeah wow yeah. we're going to finish it anyway. so yeah, okay, how about that? okay in the first purge 2018 who commits the first murder during the first purge
2: uh, what who, who commits the first murder yeah. um i want i want to say like it was was it the servants?
1: No, it was somebody called Skeletor, who I have no idea who uh-huh. it is.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you want it, or you want to do it, or let's do it. Let's do it. What does Evil Ernie wear in the comic uh, comic Evil Ernie 2012 that uh, he talks uh, to and is in a channel for his. Supernatural powers. I have no idea. I don't even know what that is. Oh, uh, smiley. It's a smiley face button.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, I said, oh, like that, that, like jog <laughs> something, but I would be lying if it was. All right, I cool. Why tonight. don't we go ahead and uh, we'll play a trailer for uh, Friday Night Part 2. We'll be right back to talk about it.
0: Tired of good girls. <laughs> Ready for some real excitement? Looking for someone incredibly seductive? Do you know how to use your lips, Charlie? Me, take me in your arms? Then this is your lucky night. Your Tinder, John, but... Welcome to Fright Night. Fright Night 2. I kill vampires. Enter a world where each embrace takes your breath away. Come kiss me. Maybe it's the full moon, Charlie. And every kiss is a killer. Roddy McDowell. William Ragsdale. Do you mind if I borrow these? If you thought one was fun, (laughs) wait till you do two. Fright Night 2. Oh, oh man!
1: All right, everybody, you just heard the trailer for *Fright Night* Part Two from 1988. IMDb gives us a 5.9, which is a full 1.1 beneath *Fright Night* Part One. This was directed by a guy named Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee Wallace, and uh, well, Tommy, Tommy, or sorry, Tom Holland was actually asked to direct the sequel, but he decided he's going to work on *Child's Play*. And guess who else is in *Child's Play*? Chris Sarandon. So he was also not available to do this. I mean, because at the end of the first one, I mean, yeah, everyone's dead, but I mean, who knows? It's vampire stuff. We'll see how that goes. Um, and while I would say while we're at it, we we were going to have Evil Ed back, but he decided to do 976 Evil. Um, it was maybe a good idea, maybe not a good idea, but um, it turns out it was a good idea because of what happened to the distribution of this film. We'll talk about it in a minute. Amanda Burst was getting started with Married with Children. Um, so basically all we did was have... Uh, Peter Vincent, and we had Charlie Brewster on their way back. Um, Anyway, Tommy Lee Wallace is a director. 23 directorial credits on IMDb, uh, including Vampires Los Muertos, starring Bon Giovi. Remember Vampires with, uh, uh, what's his name, Uh, 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 John Carpenter's Vampires? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, Oh my gosh. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was That is such an underrated movie. Why can't I remember this guy's name? I can see his face perfectly right now. Right. Um, mm.
2: Fucking hell. Yeah, uh, but
1: anyway, so it's like, yeah. Um, I loved that movie, and it was crazy. It was wild, but it was so funny. He, uh, Tommy Lee Wallace directed um, the original It miniseries, and also oh, right, Halloween Season right. of the Witch, the one without oh, Michael Myers. Oh, number three.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my god. You know what?
1: I like that movie quite a bit. I love that but movie. But I will never... Be able to watch that close because of that song. It, 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 it. Yep. Yep, anyway. yep. 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 Uh we seem to have a bit of a written by committee vibe on uh, on this movie. Um there were three writers, including Tommy Lee Wallace, with, with the director. We had Tim Metcalf, who has 18 rating credits. Um, by the way, Revenge of the Nerds, one through four. And by the way, <laughs> he's he's for the Downfall of Society because now nerd, everyone's reading for the nerds. So right. I was right. going for the jocks, guys.
2: You know that's kind of funny. Who has somebody coming from a that has a nerd job?
1: No, it's different. It's different. It's not a nerd
2: job, bro. Super. It's nerd a. It's a. It's job. A, it's, a, it's a ninja. It's a mega. No, you, nerd. you you
1: use your brains. It's all.
2: No, that's what nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't a have to be job. a nerd to use your brain, bro. That's true. That's true. But you've got a nerd job. Well, up here,
1: yeah. uh, California <laughs> with a K with Brad Pitt. He wrote and uh, Bones.
2: Oh, I like that movie, California. Oh, you <laughs> know, I've never seen Early it, Grace. Oh, what a fuck? Yeah, I need to see oh, that, Oh, dude. And it's been on my list for and, a long uh, time,
1: and it's I think it's on HBO Max right now. Like I could watch oh, it anytime yeah.
2: with know? um with David Duchovny. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I I've, oh, I've, I've seen so like, good.
1: trailers and photos from it. Oh, yeah. 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 Also directed by Miguel Tejada Flores, the psychic from 1991, Screamers from 1995, which with the guy who played RoboCop. I hate that movie, by the way. RoboCop. No, I hate Screamers. Oh, are yeah. you kidding me?
2: I love kind of the Robo-Cop. love RoboCop. Come on, man! Remember the time the RoboCop shot that guy in the dick? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what I love about RoboCop is is the guy dies on the job and is still, still has expecting to go to work. Still has to go to work. Yeah, yeah, right.
1: <laughs> uh, he also wrote Beyond Reanimator and Frankenstein's Army from 2013, so that's not too bad. But it seems like a heck of a lot of writers for one show. Too many.
2: Yeah. And I think it reflects it.
1: Well, but here's the thing, too. Okay. You have to realize it was written with these characters in mind. Right. But they did not come back, so they had to do rewrites and right, all this. Right, right, right. But you you might be right. It stars William Ragsdale as Charlie Brewster. Roddy McDowell as Peter Vincent. Tracy Lind is Alex Young, which is uh, Charlie Brewster's new girlfriend. Julie Carmen is the beautiful Regine. Okay. John Grease, Uncle Rico is Louie. Uh, Russell Clark is Bell. Brian Thompson as Bosworth. Brian Thompson, not only was he a, 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 what do you call those? Klingon. I was going to say a Ferengue, but I know no, those are the different. He was a fucking Ferengi. Oh, yeah. Fringa, up mine. It, up mine. For Klingon. Forgetting Klingon. For getting yeah. Klingons. Come on, and for come on. Yeah, you're a nerd. Yeah. Pal. Hey, okay, <laughs> Love it. But he was also like the first bad guy on uh, the bad, baddie vamps on. Uh, the Vampire Slayer, oh, right, in like yeah, 1996 yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever, that was. and he
2: was you. You know, he did a bunch of stuff in Star Trek. He was like, yeah, he did. He oh, Dark, Deep Space Nine and Next Gen, and you dude, know, all over the place. Check out, and I he think was in X Files. Yeah, he he was yeah. in
1: that dude was because he's got such a unique look, right? Right, right. And uh, will you look up on IMDb real quick? Just nah, don't worry about it. But all I right. think he was the bad guy in Doctor Mordred. Let's see. Let me let me look up.
2: Let me take a look.
1: Dr. Mordrid. yeah Brian Thompson he yeah. had the sweetest blonde uh uh what do you call it? perm permed mullet right in that and
2: it, it, it says here that his personal heroes are Ted Nugent the Buddha and Davy Crockett <laughs>
1: uh, that's uh, <laughs> wow that's kind of a okay, well good for him yeah and it's funny that yeah. the, his his uh, character was named Boz. Named after for Brian, Brian Bosworth. Bosworth, Yeah. bro. He played yeah. for Oklahoma. He was a badass there. He went in. Uh, he went and played for uh, the the Seattle Seahawks. Right, right. He, right, where he right. kind of fizzled out, injuries, right, stuff like that. Yeah. But the thing is, is he still had the? Everyone knows the Bosworth. Oh, I mean, everyone who's in their forties, so yeah. you know, knows the Bosworth haircut oh and the god. Wizard of Boz t-shirts. Oh my but god! But he is now in his greatest role of all time right now. He is the sheriff in Fansville. The greatest set of diet or Dr. Pepper commercials of all time.
2: I, I haven't, he, oh I haven't man, seen
1: Oh, man. They're on during college football all the time. So it's okay. A, so I've all seen right. a billion of all them and right. I love them. They're hilarious. Right. And, okay.
2: and, and you cannot forget one of my favorite all time B actors. Okay. Josh Richmond. Is Fritzy? He is Fritzy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's he's in the, uh, the psych ward. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, he was in uh River's Edge,
1: oh yeah, with Keanu,
2: yeah, with in, Keanu, and yeah, and in Heather's. I remember that too, yeah. Uh, I played guitar, by the way,
1: dude. <laughs> well, he, he's like one of those faces that you, that you recognize but you don't know, right? Right back right. in, especially a lot of those right. 80s, whatever. Well, here's the
2: thing, here's the thing with him is that he uh. Got to be good friends with the guys in Guns N' Roses, and directed a couple of their videos. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He it's directed. He? Uh, yeah, uh huh. He directed um, "Live in That Die" video.
1: I don't know if I remember that one. Yeah, "Live in That Die." I know song, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, and "Don't Cry."
1: Well, on top with the dude who sang right, for uh, right for what was that? Blind Melon. Uh-huh, yeah, He right. was on there.
2: Yeah, and uh, did a bunch of stuff for Guns N' Roses. Have a Knock on Heaven's Door. Hmm. You know, he... so
1: stuff off Use Your Illusions Part mm-hmm. One and Two. Yeah, right.
2: yeah, yeah. Exactly. So but uh yeah the fact that he was in Heather's and River's Edge
1: That cements him in is fucking loyalty. awesome. All right, so it's three years after the events of the first film, Charlie has been busy doing a lot of therapy. Another is psychiatry. <laughs> you know, I, I said psychiatry, that's how I spelled it. Psych psychiatrical techniques, and has thus learned that vampires do not exist, and Jerry Dandridge was just a serial killer run-of-the-mill, okay, living next door. <laughs> he's gotten on with his life, he's currently attending college, and is dating a wonderful young lady named Alex. Peter Vincent is back running the show, Fright fright Night, and he has no doubt that the events from the first movie happened, and it was a vampire, so we kind of have a little switcheroo right. on that, uh, and yeah, we have a similar setup to the to this, is uh, the first one. Um, Charlie and Alex decided to go visit Peter Vincent in his apartment building, and they're there visiting when all of a sudden they look. Charlie looks out the window, and a bunch of Hoffins are being brought into. As he looks out, brought into the building, and they're moving in to uh, down the down the hall from Peter Vincent.
2: I think we've been here before. <laughs> that, yeah, <that's> exactly right.
1: <laughs> on his way out, as he's leaving, also he sees a group of unique looking people. And they are very unique looking, especially together. Right. Because they look they have every kind you know, they're right, so right, different. Right. You got big Thompson and his big bulk, you know, and then right, you've, right. you've got this androgynous, like flowy whatever. <laughs> and then you got John Grease, Uncle Regal, hey, what's up, man? You know, all these so it's just why it's just it's just a wild group of right, people. Right, right, right. Um, but he sees them, but there's one in particular that makes a big impression on him. Regine. Regine. The beautiful queen of We Shall Find Out. Right. Well, he dreams of her whether he's asleep or not. Uh, Charlie becomes very suspicious of Regine. I mean, obviously, when, you can, when you're when you waking and you can't stop thinking about her, blah, blah, blah. But she he has a friend that's like, oh, man, I'm going to this party. Oh, guess what? It was Regine. I'm going to go hang out <laughs> with this guy. Yo, blah, blah, blah. And so he follows him, kind of figures out what's going on. And guess what? Dude disappears. He's trying to figure out, you know. Oh my gosh! My buddy disappeared, and that plus the plus the coffins plus these weird people—they gotta be vampires! My goodness! So he goes to this party with Peter Vincent, right? And they're totally putting this like oh over-the-top vampire bullshit on him, right? Right. It's like oh my, could you be any more obvious that you're a vampire type right, thing? Right. But uh, so what happens is she talks to Charlie Regine. Says oh we are performance actors. You know, And by the way, per- or sorry, performance artists. And let's be real, performance artists are so- – I mean, have you seen like the one where the lady rips off her pantyhose and takes a piss on some like pork and beans and calls that art or some shit? I'm just saying they're a weird bunch, folks. That's a
2: Tuesday night for me. Oh, yeah, you
1: know, is it? Yeah, but the difference is, is you're all by yourself and you're a part of your house. <laughs> anyway, so but- – I don't question what you do.
2: <laughs> no, I would not tell you
1: what I do if I did shit like that. Just kidding. But no, so but yeah, they're a weird lot and it's like okay cool by the way they're just yeah they're bizarre they're weird but guess what it's all just performance art and we're about to go um perform i don't know why they're there i don't know did they all move into that apartment by the way i don't know it's like a nice ass apartment too it's like it's like a suite it's like a it's like a mansion inside anyhow peter and peter takes off and i mean sorry charlie takes off and, wait Sorry, where Where are you? you, Everything makes sense now. Charlie takes off, but Peter hangs back for a while. Right, right, And Peter starts seeing some weird stuff, like people feeding on others as if they were vampires. However, he has this trusty mirror, and he decides for shits and gills to check it out. And he is horrified to find out that there were a lot of people who were not casting a reflection. He takes off, but Regine confronts him. She explains that, yes, she is a vampire. She's the sister of, dum-dum-dum, Jerry Dandridge. (laughs) What is to become of Charlie and Peter? (laughs) Was it the real reason Stephen Jeffries didn't make a comeback because he was beginning the career of Sam Ritter? Why are the performance artists so bizarre that a gang of vampires and other monsters can pose as one, and nobody will bat an eye? Find out by watching Fright Night Part 2 from
2: 1988. What would you think about that, Steve? Okay, i got to say that... Um, the was it New Century Vista, in North America and TriStar, uh, everywhere else, both uh, distributed this movie right. Um, let's put it this way: uh, budget eight million, gross three million. Yeah, yeah,
1: B- very opposite than the uh, oh than yeah the first one. This is this, but is, that's not exactly. But but here's the thing: that's not exactly what I mean. You can say that they distributed, they distributed, distributed. Sure, but. There was a lot of hiccups in the distribution deal. Okay, right after this, right after the um, um, the the the, the, the uh, theatrical run, right. Right. And I mean, obviously, it's 1988. Home video is oh the huge. height the height of home. It's video. It's like this is when I started not going to the theater because right. I would right. just wait till it came out. Even though I do that more now than I did back then, because it usually it took forever. It seemed like right. to right. for it to come out on video than the movies, but but still now it's a, l- a little bit
2: quicker what, you, this is my take on fright night 2 okay this is what happens when studios have too much involvement in the movie theater i mean the movie production mm-hmm. you know we have fright night when i don't think the studios were so involved this one i think they were too involved i think that they were trying to there's elements of the movie where I think they were trying to compete with Lost Boys, trying to capture be, that, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, the the one that uh, might, dude on the roller skates. This is know, not
1: movie. a, this is, I mean, I don't know this for sure, but that would make sense because let's go over a couple things, okay? Yeah. In the first one, you had Peter Vincent was still Peter Vincent, you right. know, and Charlie Absolutely. was still Charlie. Yeah. Um, actually, though there was a subplot that went a little bit different with later. I don't want to give too many spoilers because I assume that there are people out there who haven't seen this that, that listen to the show. Because sure, is it's a little bit more difficult. I'll talk about the distribution in a minute, but basically because whereas Amanda Burse in the first one was, you know, like so such a huge personality, right? The girl in here was who was, I mean, in my opinion, hotter. And, I and, agree. And smarter, right, you know, right, and right. I mean, she was older too. I mean, right, so she was right. in college, stuff like that but i mean she, she i like i can't picture her face right now right right you know exactly. it's it's like she i mean she she serviced the the role but i mean and i'm sure that's what what's what she was asked to do by tommy lee wallace right, or whatever right, i assume right. but the thing is is she was not as like the two there were there were there were very many weird personalities on the vampire side but not in our hero side
2: right it was a flip you know, like Bosworth eating bugs, and not, not only eating you know? them, but saying their scientific oh, yeah. name before he ate them. Yeah, right. Like he right, was a right. he was a Renfield, right? Vampire, right. which is weird. R- but it, you know, okay, finally Renfield got his own. So yeah. I think I think that there's a couple of scenes. There's the one where like the the one guy I forget his name on the roller skates. I think that's total trying to capture Lost Boys, mm-hmm. and then they go to the bowling alley, and uh, the you know they uh, they have fun at the bowling alley, which I think is a complete rip off of Near Dark. Mm -hmm. you know, which came out the year before. And the thing
1: is, too, is both of those have a, I mean, have a, I mean, I'm not saying that they were dark, because, I mean, Lost Boys definitely was not dark, and there was this funny parts, but, I mean, when you were talking about the troop of vampires like David and his crew, they were were dark, and they were a little bit more um, intimidating than... Uh, than, uh, you know, like, like, I mean, Jerry Dandridge wasn't many, but he was also charming and fun oh, and mean, there was, was in, and there was darkness right, right? in like in David and his, you know, when, same but with near dark. Right, I mean, it's right. like those guys were just evil. You oh know, man. That wasn't near they were, dark. Is, I mean, they had their fun, but it was like right. dark humor. It wasn't, you know. Right. 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 What, what do you,
2: what are you doing there? Mr. Bartender. Exactly you know, oh right, my right. God. That's what's well, probably one of the greatest vampire scenes of all time. Oh yeah. With, uh. With what's his name's uh, uh
1: shoot, naughty
2: naughty. Right, uh, John right, Parr. Right. J- John yeah. Parr's naughty naughty, naughty which naughty.
1: I love that song. Right, right. Anyway, so um, but yeah, <sighs> here's the thing. Spoiler. Yeah. Okay, I I really liked. I I, really, I thought it was a good movie. Um, I it's hard. It was hard to watch it right after Friday. watching the first one. Okay, because okay. I kind of watched them. not not the same day, but two days in a row. Right, and I was like, this does not have the same. Happy, fun vibe is the first one, dude. No, you're right. And there's, but the thing is, too, is, I mean, now we're out in the... It, this takes place in the city and, you know, not in comfortable, you know, uh, suburban, like, front rooms where, and, you know, this is not a vampire right, talking right, to your mother right. and charming your mother. Right. It's, you know, it's out there. He's he's a little bit more on his own. You know, Peter Vincent's still doing it. and And by the way, so there's one thing I didn't really get about the movie either. So Regine, after a while, decides that she's gonna take over Fright Night. Yeah, you know the move, the the TV show, right? Right. And it's like, you know, she you know does a good job. Obviously, a different vibe than Peter Vincent, but it's like, bitch, you seriously took an old dude's job, right? Just because he killed your brother who was trying to
2: kill him. That's some wild shit. You are a mean (laughs) bitch. Here's my thing. I think that Fright Night two, the parts, are greater, are better than the than the whole. Like Maybe. there's some there's some scenes like when she's doing the performance, pretty
1: fucking cool. So she, the, so the, the whole, sum the is whole. not greater than its right, the, the, right right right. Gotcha. You know, yeah, And, yeah, and you know when,
2: when the one guy's like roller skating, he's got that shot with the f- fog and the smoke coming out. That's really cool. You know, there's like some really really cool shots, but put all together, and it's just kind of this this.
1: Like I said, I liked it, but it was you know, it was not it wasn't <clears throat>
2: half as charming as the first one. I feel like the studio uh was they were trying well, to you could compete be right. with Lost Boys and Near Dark and uh they said what do we have let's revive Fright Night you know let's 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 fuck that pig for you know all what we it can. could wow. <laughs> you know but and by the uh, way there
1: is good news though because um well and there was they were talking about doing a third back with uh what's his name uh Tom Holland right but some shit happened. I'll talk about it in a second. And then, but now Tom Holland's been talking about it the last year. Or two. But
2: didn't he do the remake in what 2011? I know. I don't think he did.
1: I don't. I think maybe he. I don't know. Well, look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like I don't. Th- I don't think he directed that for sure. But uh, it, I don't know if he directed. But it, he, he may have. He may produced have produced it or something it. like that. Well, if he, like remember that sometimes on IMDb writing credits are for characters. Right. Right. And, right. do and right, sure. it. But okay. So here's the thing. After the movie went. Went to uh, whatever, and there, um, you can't find this streaming in a lot of places, but um, the head of New Century Vista was a man named Jose Menendez. Him and his wife were murdered by their sons, the Menendez brothers. Fuck me, yes. And so, right when they were talking about, hey, by the way, right, guess what we're gonna do? Let's talk about marketing this for home video, doing all this stuff, and they still made, I mean, still made a VHS, but not nearly. Like, I mean, it was like, because that, that was kind of their project, stuff like right, that. But, right. you know, the people just said, okay, well, let's throw it onto a, let's throw it onto a, a, a you know, a VHS tape and let's throw it out there. And you can, you know, and it, that way you could totally have rented it. But the problem is, is it wasn't given the, the TLC and it wasn't as available as it should have been, but, which is wild, by the way. Um I mean, and I don't. We don't really have to go into the Menendez brothers thing, but that that's just a that's just a cool thing. That and I, is and on Mark's and Mark wasn't it? Mark Jackson's basketball card. It, 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 New York was playing L. A. Oh, they're in the background. Yeah, they're in the background. Right. On his, on his after, after they, they murdered the Barrett. Yeah. right?
2: Right. They're just sitting there. Yeah. And so, so it says for the Fright Night 2011 yeah. uh, story by Tom Holland. So that's just probably like credits on it's probably the yeah, same yeah, same yeah, type yeah, of it. It yeah. Be, um, but it was
1: good to see Roddy McDowell and William Ragsdale back. They and they were both really good too. I mean, I don't, they weren't working with his fertile of ideas or, I mean, because obviously, right, it, it right. was a lot of the same John Greaves, whatever he's in, he's kind of the same dude, but he's, I love that guy. You know, he's the where he's like this one, like, like he was a werewolf vampire,
3: right, thing. right, right.
1: And it, you know, and it was fine. I, Regine's character was was very very. I mean, whereas her her brother in the movie was kind of you could be sensual when Amy's around, he could be scary when when right, right. Charlie's around, he could be charming when the mom's around. Right? Mm-hmm. She was just all sex all the time, which is great. I mean, I I thought it was great, but it was a little bit more one dimensional than yeah. I think the first. Thing. Yeah, I'm not trying to bag it up, but it does make. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but it does make sense that. Um, they were trying to go for a little bit more what popular. I, I don't know if that's true or either. Mm-hmm. I just
2: this is what it seems to me. It's kind of hit me. I'm watching this. And it's like, all right, this came out in '88. You know, uh, what what when was it released in '88?
1: I'm not sure when. Probably. But yeah. Um, uh,
2: you know, and so, I mean, Lost Boys was huge in '87.
1: Well, Lost Boys was badass. Too. You know,
2: it was it was fucking huge. And um, uh, let's see. Ch-ch-ch- um, you know, and you know, uh, near dark was supposed to be released that summer also, but they held off mm. and released it in November. Gotcha. You know, because of Lost Boys.
1: Well, and that makes sense too, because I don't know. Remember in the old days, like the nineties, when you'd get like Deep Impact and Armageddon. Oh yeah, like you would oh, get yeah. these yeah, two yeah. like dual. Movies and it's like which one do I want to watch? And you watch one and be like, "Fuck, I'm not. I don't care about asteroids anymore." Because that one, Deep Impact, sucked a big ball sack. <laughs> so I ain't watching Armageddon until ten years later. You're like, oh shit, that was pretty good.
2: Right, right, right. One uh, when when, so it was released in May of. Um, no, 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 no. Released. Oh, in December of '88. Yeah. So they had all that time. You know, that was probably going to try to be like a Christmas. You know their Christmas horror.
3: Yeah, sure. You
1: know that's too bad. Just, yeah. Here's the thing. Um, I like I said, I didn't mind it. I don't give this like like Friday night. I said as high of a buy as you can without being bone off. This one, I'm like, I did buy it, but it's more for my stupid collecting. Yeah, I, I sure. have, I had, uh, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't, I've never owned this before, so I went to Amazon to pick it up. I mean, not that <laughs> I haven't done this. Quite. I mean, I'm not trying to lie to the people. Right, right, but, right, right. Let me let me show you what's uh, available it on uh, Amazon right now. So, Fright Night Two, that's the that's the remake Fright Night Two. So, there's a DVD that is seventy nine dollars, right? God damn. There's a VHS tape for thirty two bucks, which I'm not I'm not buying a VHS tape for yeah. thirty two bucks. Um, but there's a Blu-ray that's twenty eight ninety nine, which you know I mean that's a little expensive, but it's more reasonable than the seventy dollars But it's also region it's 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 region b it's a b and c oh right but it's also has a spanish cover and all this stuff oh. so so the di- distributorship just got messed up and i don't know the, the dirty details right, i really right, don't right but the bottom line is it's like i don't if you i mean if you compare this to fright night one yeah it's it's inferior yeah but if you compare this to a lot of the fun shit that was coming out in the 80s it's like that would have fit right in this should have made you know this should i don't know but of course those menendez brothers i guess after everything up but hopefully Tom Holland can get everything back together. Uh, I don't think, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Ronnie McDowell still still with this. No, no. Um, but I know Williams Ragd- William Ragsdale is, so maybe we could do something there. But, I mean, that's really all I got to say. It's decent. Check it out, you know, if you can. Right. Good luck finding it. <laughs> um, I'm not going to tell you where I found it because.
2: Yeah, I couldn't even. Well, I was trying to find it on Amazon. Yeah, you can't. And, you you know. can't even rent it. Or right, anything. right. Yeah, so it's just the rights. It's just so I don't know. Crazy.
1: Well, cool, man. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, after this, we'll talk about what we're coming back for with a next episode. But you got anything else for these guys?
2: Here? No, I don't. I'm good.
1: So, so call it. Call us in. Uh, you got. Uh, you got uh, just Julia's questions. Uh, what movie do you put on the background? What is a movie in the last ten years that you think is underrated? Call that in at three five three five one nine two seven three three five three Don't forget to tell your friends to check us out on CorpseCollective.com, Spotify, Amazon, Ottawa. Are you serious? iTunes, Stitcher, wherever fine podcasts are found. But for now, for the Corpse Cast, we will catch you guys later. How many people do I have to kill?